0: What is going on, guys? And welcome to the inaugural video of Dweeb Culture. Uh, Down here, as always, to this side is uh, my fellow Dweeb, Mitch. Say hi, Mitch.
1: Hey, how's it going, guys?
0: And over here to my left, we have Cole, another Dweeb. Say hi, Cole. Oh, you are muted. Let's see if we can unmute that.
2: My ah, bad, my there... bad. What's up, guys? <laughs> All right. Our first
0: technical difficulty on our inaugural uh, channel here.
2: Um... Perfect, I love it. <laughs> be... I a Wyman and I totally forgot. <laughs> At least
0: this time it was a technical difficulty we could uh, blow through and we know. Hey,
1: it should also be clarified that we are Dweeb Culture. This show is Dweeb Reviews.
0: The show is Dweeb Reviews <laughs> and we are Dweeb Culture. Um, and... We are doing our first ever review on The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That is the yeah, official yeah. title. It is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, I tried to look up a bunch of times, and it was confirmed on every single source. The Falcon and the <laughs> Winter Soldier. Uh, but yeah, super exciting. The very first, well, not the very first. I guess the second uh, piece that we've gotten as a, uh, as a Disney uh, release. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, the MCU. Disney yeah. Plus, definitely. It's their second release after WandaVision, which was also good. We may get to that down the road. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's just really exciting to see the MCU moving forward, man.
0: No kidding. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. So this takes place.
1: Mitch, uh, tell us a little about, about when this uh, takes place. So my understanding is they only gave the general guide of several months after Endgame. So we're looking at like 2023 to 2024. As far as the actual year, now obviously they've diverted so much off of real history now that it's in its own timeline, own history, own world, its own circumstances. So it doesn't really matter what the year is. But kind of like the yeah.
0: multiverse going on over on the DC EU happening.
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of. So it's uh, after Endgame. After Endgame. Yeah, it's it's after Endgame, and and all the crazy.
0: and all the four billion people or whatever have come back and uh, everybody's back and so this is kind of what's happening after everyone's returned
1: yeah which i'm sure we'll get into during it but you know the, uh for our purposes together as the audience and the reviewers it seems like they have actually coined a name for the event now, and they keep referring to it as the blip. That's what I kept hearing the them blip. say. was that okay. similar to you guys, yep. the blip. So it sounds like anytime they're going to refer to the blip, they're talking about the uh, time period for five years of people being removed from existence and then re entering. I was going to say, and
0: you know what? In my yeah. experience, blips are typically pretty short. This was a five year <laughs> blip. So I would kind of upgrade <laughs> that to the gap or maybe the I void it was or
2: something. Wasn't it four actually? I'm pretty sure five. Yeah, I think it's always been I don't five. Know. I, I, for some reason, I thought four. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, in I any
0: case, uh, super excited about this one. Uh, we all watched it, and we just we just watched it, and we took notes, and we're excited to talk about it. This is the first time we're talking about it since uh, since it's come out. Um, I actually wrote a, a little haiku synopsis of the. Hey-o. Uh, of the uh uh episode um so I, th- I might start doing that at the beginnings uh just little haikus that way everybody can kind of know what episode we're talking about because i okay, like it so people do that
1: huh. so this becomes kind of a you know quasi mixture youtube podcast def jam poetry that's session. right exactly open, open, and
2: mike and
1: if there's enough Winter soldier
2: uh, if, is here can't you hear <laughs> that i it, love
0: <laughs> yeah, I love it. Exactly. Yeah. And if there's enough demand for it, maybe it turns into a rap, maybe it turns into a whole its own whole production. Um, but in any case, alright, so this is my haiku synopsis of the episode of uh, A New World Order. Badass Falcon flies. Broken winter soldier lies. New captain will arise. No, new captain will rise. Arise is six syllables. New Captain Will Rise. Haikus are five, seven, five. Seven, five. Uh, Bad ass falcon flies. Broken winter soldier lies. Ah, shit crap all right i I did, I did not do very well in english class uh so i could have sworn that made sense when i wrote it down all
1: right all the uh literature majors and english teachers please sound off in the comments below <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: i speak Michael it pretty
2: good to read his first novel so
1: i mean yeah. a little
2: bit of
0: slack indeed that's true I, I, well, I read my first novel last year
1: you know that's that's true if someone can't read, how can we expect them to write, really? It's just unfair.
0: That's the quote of the episode right there. Um, <laughs> all right. So anyway, so let's get to this. Uh, let's get to this review. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I started playing it and I heard the Marvel music come on, it was exciting. I love hearing that music because it means that I'm about to watch something that is, is produced and done really well.
2: Yeah, it's I, su- super exciting, but like to be honest, I was used to it after watching WandaVision. So, I mean, but yeah, still I mean that intro always gets you. For
1: for me, uh the MCU has earned essentially my implicit trust in it. So, yeah, I means st- starting off the show just like they start the movies with that standard Marvel intro and the music leading into it, it just it already sets the t- Tone for what you're going to get into and i know we're going to talk about it in the episode but really marvel has it down to a formula now a formula
0: yeah they, they do it's so good it's just everything they do is just highly produced and highly thought out um, all right so let's go ahead and uh, move on so we enter the very first episode of uh the falcon and the winter soldier and the first thing we see is the winners or i'm sorry is falcon in what looks to be his bedroom or maybe a hotel or something and you see the captain america shield on his bed and i thought that was super cool it also looked brand new to me it was completely mm-hmm. clean of anything broken or damaged or dented or anything that had uh had uh, happened to it before
2: well yeah i mean when you get a present like that you're not going to Keep it all dirty and everything. But yeah, we basically see, um, yeah, the Falcon contemplating over this gift that Steve Rogers gave him, the potential mantle he might take up. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I think
1: it sets the tone for the show. I mean, we kind of saw it with the logo already, the imagery, uh, the imagery on the logo itself, when it says the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, has that shield right there. Essentially, mm-hmm. this show, in my estimation anyways, is the interlude to establish the new Captain America. We yeah, have the boy. Falcon, we have the Winter Soldier, they're kind of their own characters, but really, what are they? They're runner-up Captain America, and so we're going to figure out who becomes Captain America
2: yeah and i feel that's like kind of the sense of coming out with this and everything it's like oh shit at the end of end game he gave the shield to him one of them's going to be captain america and you know if you read the comics you know that both of them go through a phase of being captain america but yeah mitch you can talk more about that later yeah <laughs> but um and yeah that's just kind of like who's going to take up the mantle type sense yeah
0: Yeah, uh, it was shocking to see that Falcon didn't immediately kind of turn into uh, Captain America and actually kind of looks like he's uh, holding back a little bit. Um, In any case, the next scene that we see is Falcon on the uh, on the plane. And he's speaking to one of his uh, fellow comrades, or I guess comrades is Russian. So he's speaking to one of his fellow soldiers. Uh, and we are introduced to this new organization called LAF, which kind of seems like it's a terrorist type of organization. Um, and Falcon's on the plane, and his mission, should he choose to accept it, is to retrieve a important informant or somebody of the sort, somebody of status mm-hmm. that the other... Uh, that the LAF has captured, and he does and, so in spectacular manner.
2: Yes, and just to clarify, we don't know what LAF stands for.
1: I, yes, Mitch? I, uh, in my research from the comics, I've not found any organization that's similar to LAF. Um, I couldn't find anything online for LAF. But I will remind us that it's not actually a new organization. This is the same organization that Captain America faces in the very opening scene of Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And we actually see really? uh, George St. Pierre, who plays George, oh, right. mm-hmm. I believe, Vassant. Nope, sorry, not George Vassant. George Batrock. B-A-T-R-O-C. And they refer to him as Batrock in this, this episode. But he is the villain that Captain America faces in the beginning of Winter Soldier when he infiltrates that ship the ship that's been hijacked he jumps out of a plane without a parachute he goes all the way down into the water breaking his fall right. with the shield climbs aboard the ship and then fights all the soldiers those are members of laf their leader who is you know probably one of the greatest of all time mma f- fighters george st pierre yeah. plays george batrock which is also my understanding a custom character created for the MCU, not actually based off a comic character. I
0: wonder if he um, picked the name Batrock. Uh, if, I wonder if he picked his yeah. own name.
1: So they, they did keep his first name, because his first name, it's French, right? So it's George's. It's G-E-O-R-G-E-S. And his character's name is also George, spelled as such. Batrock or Batrock. I pardon, or please forgive me, my French speaking audience that uh <laughs> knows that i'm butchering whatever it's but supposed, asked, supposed to say but he's okay. the villain and mm-hmm. man, guys, what an awesome action scene. I mean, big budget for yeah. a television show. Really, I mean, it's essentially well, a television I mean, show, MCU. Right? I mean. So so yeah, that and still. so
0: that is what was that was what was amazing to me. Is that opening scene looked exactly like it was in The Winter Soldier. The cinematography for this for this episode, I hope they keep it up and everything. The high budget, mm-hmm. obviously. Oh, they got it. But it is it is movie quality cinematography. I felt like I was watching an Avengers movie movie which is really really cool
2: yeah i mean like during that scene i was like oh damn a parachute gunfight. When was the last time we saw that in james <laughs> never. Bond or something <laughs> yeah, yeah never
1: dude not like that <laughs> yeah. um there is there there's is the something. iron there's
2: the iron man rescue part in one of the iron man's but yeah that's true
1: they yeah. uh so they introduced this character i don't know if it's going to actually be a character that's important or not they introduced Captain Vasant and he's the one that's been kidnapped by the LAF and he's a military liaison, but they don't really give you more details than that other than, Hey soldier, go rescue him. And now we're going to get in a flying chase, a high speed yep. flying chase, absent planes where we go forward. Um, I did have a very quick thing. I wanted to talk with you guys, which is about the Falcons equipment that is demonstrated in this section, yeah, the, uh, the Red Wing. So, mm-hmm. Red Wing, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about in a moment. Apparently, he has x ray goggles because he's able to mm-hmm. see yeah. the positioning of the people on the ship or, sorry, Thermal. on the plane. Thermal, yeah, something, yeah, right?
2: All that, all that shit. But really, a little bit more
1: than thermal because it can see through the metal plate. Yeah, I'm playing. saying like
2: all t- types of tech that yeah. Stark. That's out. all. That's, probably, that's all
0: Stark tech. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't even question technology at this point anymore.
1: It, he he has his wings that are uh, at least bulletproof, let alone whatever else. Yeah. Um, he doesn't apparently have any controls for his wings, so I don't know if they interface directly into his spine, into his nervous system, or what's going on. Yeah, but he just freely yeah. controls them like they're yeah, a limb. Yeah. Yeah, somehow Uh, He has the Red Wing drone Now the Red Wing drone Is AI equipped But doesn't speak At least not to us, it might speak to him Mm -hmm. It has missiles And it has a machine gun turret on it Correct me if I'm wrong, in The Winter Soldier, didn't the Falcon carry guns in his hands? He did. He, he definitely yeah. did. Yeah, he yeah. Did. It, like, it, yeah. It was a one. little odd to me, and I get it, it's Disney+, Plus. maybe they're trying to aim for a younger audience, but it was a little odd to me that Falcon goes into firefights like, cool, all I need is my wings, bro, but then his drone is equipped with missiles. So on one hand, they're not really against killing people. I mean, he deflects a bullet that kills the driver, Sorry, the pilot of the plane. Oh, I thought the I
0: thought that pilot was already dead. Was that not the? Yeah, one was
1: already
2: dead, and one guy. The other
1: just so the the LAF soldier that took a control. Remember, he Uh, dies from a bullet that flies through his head, that's from a deflection. But Falcon enters into the combat like, nah, I got my hands, I got my wings, I'm good. Of course, when he deploys the Red Wing, then it missiles the crap out of helicopters
2: yeah. and whatnot well, think you of the practical proper. reasons i mean can't like holster those guns all the time well, also keep in mind like
0: think about the suit that uh tony stark gave spider-man i mean th- that tech exists that that the ability for the spider-man suit to you know crawl out and kind of do stuff it's the nano right it's the it's the all the yeah. all-encompassing nano particles yeah. the, na- the nano tech right so
2: yeah so yeah, I'm with Michael.
0: Like, yeah. Yeah, that's kind. At this point, b- at this, this point, I mean, hey, Mitch, technology. we know they're at least one year ahead of us. Maybe we make great strides <laughs> in technology over the next year. You don't well, know
2: Well, I we, we know they have cool shit.
1: <laughs> this is this is definitely a lapse in my own knowledge of this, but it's not Stark Tech, right? Because they say it's like Stark Tech, but can, correct me if I'm wrong, Stark. Did not create the Hawkeye suit.
2: Well, it's reasonable to Hawkeye? assume that Stark definitely suited him up more because he funded uh, the Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I, I would say Stark's nanotech confused everything. I, I, I think. Uh, well, okay. and, and Wakanda, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you have to kind of assume yeah. that mm-hmm. Wakanda shared their adamantium, so, right? So with, you have to kind Wakanda, of assume. Wakanda.
1: I mean, we'll talk about, but you know, there's nothing direct later when with the the Winter Soldier because he ties directly to Wakanda. Yeah, but I don't think the Falcon. Spent much time in Wakanda. Well, they all hung out he together.
0: Did. So you would have kind of imagined Well, sh- Wakanda shared their tech with the world, right? That was the whole point of the Black Panther uh, movie at the end of the movie. They shared their tech. So you kind of got to assume after a couple of years, especially, you know, five, seeing as how everybody yeah. was gone.
1: I, I just I think that I think his premise and Winter Soldier started off as an experimental group of soldiers yeah and then obviously he's received upgrades since that's probably not just standard u.s
2: military tech at this point it's just it's just that falcon didn't get his own movie so we didn't get to see all yeah
0: (laughs) in any case uh i thought the flying through the canyon scene was super cool it kind of sucks they threw a bunch of missiles and stuff at it those were beautiful geological formations that they were just ravishing (laughs) and destroying so i felt very
1: bad about that Uh, for our viewers that do not know michael has a uh earth science background
0: i do i do so i it really <laughs> struck me i almost turned the movie off at that point because i'm like <laughs> um anyway so after after the amazing amazing fight scene that started off the movie essentially we got into the kind of like marketplace where after falcon has succeeded his mission and has uh, captured and, and recaptured
1: um the the troop Bond, if he... i interrupt for one oh, short go ahead. moment yeah the only thing that we left out of importance is they also introduce in this scene um, Torres, who is a military intel officer, who it looks like is going to be a pretty big secondary yeah, character on the show. And yeah, my understanding out, is we've talking. not seen him before. I and think it, this wait, is, is that first is that, that, the,
0: Torres is the person he meets with in the marketplace, correct?
1: Yes. yes yeah, yeah so
0: yeah. I, yeah so so i yeah i really like the Torres character i think that's a great addition
1: um yeah he, he's pretty cool and uh it sounds like he's gonna have a somewhat large role going into this
0: yeah definitely yeah. um anyway so they're they're sitting in the marketplace and they're kind of talking and everything and falcon is trying to uh reassemble and and revive his attack and uh tours is kind of talking to him about it and they have a really funny uh a funny statement about uh conspiracy theories and whatnot as people are prone to do a conspiracy theory that steve is uh steve rogers yeah. the former captain america is up in the moon and uh watching mm-hmm. down on uh on on the earth which is uh, kind of a really <laughs> funny conspiracy theory i mean
2: what what's what's better to believe? I mean, yeah. time travel and then grew old, oh, yeah. or living on the moon. And I we already know, know. <laughs>
0: billions of other planets and stuff exist in this world, so sure, why not? Why not have Steve not, live yeah. on the moon? Um, all right, so we get past that. So super cool meeting first kind of big FaceTime uh, screen with uh, uh, Torres, and then we move
1: on. Um... Well, they oh, they ahead. do do two things very briefly. Go ahead. One, they introduce they. Talk about the Flag Smashers that'll make a appearance later. Yep. So this is our first kind of intro. They talk about the LAF being a organization that's capitalizing on the chaos created from the blip to make money. And then they bring up, yeah, okay, the LAF's bad, that's one thing. But the Flag Smashers are a radical group that believes that the world was better with the blip with what Thanos had done with the snap and so, then that's all they right. kind of give us we're gonna
0: have Th- are we gonna have mm-hmm. Thanos followers now yeah. like kind of uh, something right yeah. I don't know interesting
2: yeah um, and just the fact that yeah they're pretty organized with the cell apps and whatnot
0: exactly something yeah
2: um, so look, oh, yeah. Look, oh, so oh, you, you're
0: talking level. about so you're talking about social media integration into kind of how everybody's coalescing, which is kind of a cool feature. And, you know, you. I mean, you got to be right. You got to think to some degree, the government's using are uh, all the social media platforms to, that are being used to plan things. You got to think the government's got eyes on that. Right. So they kind of bring up some uh, issues uh, in, in the show as well. Pretty, pretty uh, intelligently. Um, anyway, so we're, we're moving on. And then the next scene is Falcon at his, at the Smithsonian. And he does a huge reveal or at least reveal to us, the audience. I don't know if it's necessarily revealed to uh, the people inside the world, but he does a big reveal that he's not going to take on the Captain America shield and become Captain America. Yeah, uh, that is something people have speculated for a long time you know in the comic books correct me if i'm wrong but in the comic books both falcon and winter soldier have both picked up the mantle of captain america correct mitch
1: yes uh falcon winter soldier and uh well we'll talk about it at the end but other characters have also picked up the the role of Captain America, which might, hint, hint, lead into something at the end. I did have a very quick question. Yeah. So between the last scene and this scene, does this confirm that the world thinks that Steve Rogers is dead?
0: I Yes. I, I, yes, absolutely. Okay. I
1: would say so. They, I, at least when I was watching it, and I saw it twice just to prepare for this, I didn't really see anybody expressively say Captain America is dead. Yeah. But it sounds like that's kind of what they're I think the general what the current belief the is, general
0: right? uh thought is that you know I think if they're thinking they're having conspiracy theories where Steve is on the moon clearly mm-hmm. he's not present he's not uh present he's, with definitely everybody. Not present he's definitely not present and then okay. you have his and then Falcon has his shield and he's given it to the Smithsonian kind of retiring yeah. him right so it yeah. kind of makes sense that everybody thinks that he's gone and
1: and not so gone. The, yeah. the, and the he, world he thinks he's dead not just yeah. retired we're talking dead. Yeah, okay. yeah, but that's, as, that's what as I think the so. show
2: goes, who knows? Maybe we'll see that actor again, you know, he'll pop up like Nick Fury as
1: throughout yeah, the movies. I, you know? I think
2: we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, yeah. Yeah, very uh, true. Um, speculation is up in the air. So there was a
0: really cool quote that I just jotted down because I really like this quote, uh, that uh, the Falcon said when he was, uh, right before he handed over the shield, his quote was, uh, symbols are nothing about symbols are nothing without the men and women that give them meaning so i thought that was a really cool quote i thought that was really really well done
1: oh yeah and we get our first cameo war machine
0: yes we do don Cheadle uh as Mm -hmm. uh sam no not sam what's his name
2: that's falcon's name Ooh, um roadie 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 that's
0: right james that's right.
2: james yep. Rhodes.
0: we get yeah. uh don cheadle in there and uh war machine and falcon talking and uh they're inside of what is really cool the captain america kind of uh exhibit and uh super cool you got to see a bunch of the old uh, props from the old movies uh, and they kind of talked to him about him a little bit and they even raised the question uh, war machine even raises the question which everybody at that second was thinking um you know we all thought you were going to take up the mantle like why yep. did not you take up the mantle and his response to that was the same as the first time it feels like uh, somebody mm-hmm. else it belongs to else. It belongs to somebody yeah. else and uh, yeah. so that's why he gave it up
1: Mm-hmm. AKA the theme for the show is established in this one scene where they decide where they discuss what well, we're all thinking. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. This this show really, I mean, just assuming, we're assuming that this is the show that establishes the new Captain America, whoever it may be. It's, it's very pretty trance. clear, yeah, it's pretty clear that mm-hmm. Steve wanted Falcon to be yeah. it. But and like I said, we might talk about WandaVision later on in a, in a di- different series or whatever. But as we've seen already with WandaVision, things might not go how we expected. That's true. So who knows? I, I mean, we my prediction, know.
0: my obvious prediction for this one is I, this is where I think it's going to go, obviously, is I think this whole um, show was going to line up to be uh, Falcon taking on um, the shield uh oh. but I, but we'll see i don't know mm-hmm. i mean disney's mm-hmm. done a couple things to surprise me before so it could yeah, be yeah. it could be
1: so who knows dude um
0: knows? oh i really like the poster about i, I wrote it down I really like the poster the uh, i want you i want you to buy war bonds
1: now <laughs> <laughs> the captain, from the first captain america from movie. the first yeah. captain america movie yep, yeah
0: absolutely um, all right, so moving on to the next scene. In the next scene, we have a uh, what we at the time we didn't realize, but was a dream sequence. It was a PTSD dream sequence by uh, the Winter Soldier, where he breaks into a facility and kills a bunch of people and says "Hail Hydra" right as he kills them. You know, I'm just gonna give it a quick note. I I actually like Sebastian Stan better with the long hair than I do with the short hair. I think he looks more badass. Yeah. I think he looks a lot cooler with the long hair. He
1: he it looks does. like the Winter Soldier. I mean, that's more. Yeah. Authentic- character but we should note this is a dream but it's also a memory and that plays really big into this next scene this is a memory or a nightmare of something that he did when he was brainwashed
0: yep very true correct And so after he breaks into the facility and does another kind of Winter Soldier, beginning of the movie Winter Soldier scene where he's just tearing through people and busting them up, their choreography, whoever their choreography uh, person is, is is definitely earning their money. It's done so well. Um, The next scene is uh, him waking up in in a sweat or in his bed and it's modern Mm. day and then he fast forwards into a therapy session and it is revealed that he is pardoned but he's only pardoned under certain conditions and one of those conditions is that he has to attend these therapy uh, sessions um, uh, and – Wait, you say there's there's
2: well no I have the three rules. I okay. um, well, well, have the three rules. I have the three rules. but
0: one of the conditions one of the conditions thing. is that's that he has to attend these therapy sessions. Marketing. Um, well, and then yes, he gives him three rules. The three rules for making amends is is how they phrase it. And hmm. the first rule is we'll give you, we'll give Cole a uh, pop quiz. Cole, what is the first rule?
2: All right. Is it not breaking the law? I know that's yeah, one of them. Yes.
0: Nothing and illegal. That is illegal. the first rule. Yeah. Yep.
2: And then second one, not hurting anyone. Third one Nobody is something.
0: And the third one was a little bit more ambiguous, but it was essentially, uh, it was him. At- oh, oh, oh was, that's right. It was him Sorry. asking for forgiveness, essentially. So yeah. his his the line that he has, the line that he says is uh, to, to the girl that he uh, breaks into in modern day, uh, he says, uh, "I am Bucky Barnes. Pardon my efforts to make amends." <laughs> is what he says.
1: So what? What he actually says to the late? Because it's it's doing this dual phase thing where it's showing the mm-hmm.
2: the, the rules and uh, the actions. Uh, it's showing
1: the, the rules. It's showing the counseling session. It's also showing a flashback about him arresting or assisting in the arrest of a Hydra a, allied. Senator or mm. congressman, something like that. Somebody, Senator, some um, some big
0: politician, and apparently this and, is what he and did. What he tells
1: her is, he says, "I am no longer the Winter Soldier. I am James Bucky Barnes, and you are a part of my effort to make amends."
0: Oh, is that what so, he says? Yeah.
1: So it, it is an apology, but really, of course, in that one instance, he's not talking about apologizing to that lady. It's more of an apology for creating yeah. oh and lady. by the way it's, what what about it's that tech?
2: program of getting better
0: what about you know, that tech where he just takes this little device shoves it underneath the car and now he owns the car like uh Dude,
1: that, that's huh michael nfts bro is that a real sure thing nft uh, no i have no idea okay
0: <laughs> 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 i'm like gee okay i'm completely unaware of modern technology yeah i know, if that thing's yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know
2: how NFTs have to, get to get do with hands cryptocurrency i'm just i'm just making it up <laughs> no but how does he get his, his hands on this tech he's just like i mean that's stole some car controlling device randomly he's a spy
0: he, he's a spy he can get whatever yeah, he wants
1: you, you kind of mm-hmm. have to remember that in this universe uh it's technology can do magical stuff so long as it looks advanced
0: exactly mm-hmm. as long as it has <laughs> hollow displays it's good to go
1: as long as there's like a flashing light on it they're like yeah. makes sense they uh, mm-hmm.
2: so, control a plane <laughs> so
0: after the uh, therapist scene we see him uh talking to an older asian fellow and uh, says yori. hey yori y- yori 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 and mm-hmm. he asks hey, hey you know what it's a uh, tuesday or you know whatever day it is and you know hey we we usually get lunch at about this time there was a little scuffle happening before then somebody was putting somebody else's trash in their bin and you know it's just just a little feud to introduce uh bucky as the peacemaker mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so he takes, uh, Yuri out to, uh, lunch and at lunch, Yuri, uh, gets him a date. Basically acts as, mm-hmm. acts as is a perfect match. And, uh, and,
2: at this point I'm guessing, Hey, is this the Asian dude that was in Captain America's crew from the Captain America movie? The first Avenger is that. To be and
1: fair, I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah.
2: What
0: what'd I you say, this Mitch? Was his but, old bud from
2: the war.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I was see, wrong. But I thought it was his old yeah. bud. I was yeah. honestly
0: at this point, I was completely confused. I had no, <laughs> I had no idea what was
2: happening at this point. That, that, that would have made sense. Like that yes. wouldn't have been too bad of so a writing. So Michael but...
1: brings up a point though that's very fair. Um. Well, I'm a big fan of the Winter Soldier. I'm really excited to see his storyline. I personally feel like this scene and the follow-up scene where he's on the date were too much. He they, they spend a lot of time building into his guilt for what he did as the Winter Soldier. But we kind of already got that idea. Yeah from the flashback
2: and the See, therapist. Yeah, so that's why but at the tha- same time it's still showing like what he's been up to. See, so that's doing, why that's why you know, there was this mind was, mind was good
0: to me when I didn't realize what was happening. That's why this was good to me cuz it looked like he was just, you know, uh, uh trying to uh get himself back into society, right? After fighting all these wars and all this Thanos and all this blah 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 blah. He's trying to get himself back into society. So he's a little misfit, right? Um he doesn't really know quite know where he is, and he befriends uh uh Yuri, and that's the one person he can kind of trust and hang out with. So he's he's doing that and he goes in and goes on the date, gets a date. And I thought this show kind of did a good job highlighting the struggle that he's having. Um, integrating himself back into society. So I thought it was a personal Mm -hmm. development until I realized what it actually was. And then I'm like, and then I do agree with you, Mitch. But if they didn't add that, if they didn't add that part and, and I guess I might as well tell you what I'm talking about he, he's on the uh he's on the date at this point um and he's uh well actually we're skipping a little bit of a ahead but that's fine uh he, yeah it's
1: not it's not skipping anything important to do this to yeah. Yeah. just, it's just the jump there date so his so, follow-up is the date
0: so his follow-up is the date essentially mm-hmm. and uh, well okay I'll actually do a quick mention the fo- the real follow-up was like a one minute scene with Falcon and uh and his sister Um, uh, Falcon went missing for five years. His sister was there taking care of the, uh, of the, of the family business and the house mortgage payments, even though, you know, uh, Falcon owned Mm -hmm. half of each. Yeah. Uh, The sister was left to take care of everything. It's the Bubba gum
1: shrimp. If you don't mind, I would like to talk about this scene after. Yeah. 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 So, so, so break the date. But and there is like yeah, two there's, a lot, in more, the there's scene a lot more. Kind of there's a lot more to talk about.
0: There's a lot more to talk about with that one. So I just wanted to give the let everybody remember remind, yes. remind everybody that that was literally the next scene. But it was only like yes. a one minute cutaway, so we can get more into that one later. Uh, anyway, right. so the following scene was the date, and so he's on the date, and you know she's they're playing drinking games. They're playing drinking battleship, which is uh, kind of funny um, that the game that he has to play to escape his life is. Battleship, which is about destroying ships and carriers and stuff that he's done, you know. Yeah, it's a war game. It's a war game for a
1: guy that's lived his entire life in war. And
0: and literally, the Mm -hmm. point of this date was to get himself to get outside of himself, and he gets drawn back in with something as simple as just battleship, Uh, and that was obviously something. Uh, That not necessarily was spoken out or addressed inside the show, but as a third party outside the wall, outside, you know, observer, you can kind of see, oh yeah. So he's, he's trying to get out, but he's not able to get out. Mm -hmm. And,
1: and really the big reveal in this scene is just that they explain who Yori was. Mm -hmm. They introduce Yori like he's just a friend. And then the scene explains Yori is the father of the researcher that he killed in his dream. So the first nightmare that you see, Yeah. He's the Winter Soldier. He breaks into this building. It's not really clear if it's a library or a school or what. It's but like, he tell. fights a bunch of, of other security people that are in this building and then kills the the researcher. Yori is this researcher's father. His friendship with Yori is presumably, I mean it doesn't say this, but it's presumably a part of his attempt to make amends yeah. for what he's done. Yeah,
2: because it, it gives a shot to his list of People to yeah. cross off who and, he's making
1: amends with. Mm-hmm. My argument for why this was not which why this was a little bit too much is just that he meets with Yori, he gets set up on this date, he actually walks out on the date early because of the guilt that he feels when she explains to him there can't be anything worse in the world than a parent losing their child. That's why there's no you know, you you call a child that loses his parents orphans you call a husband that loses his wife a widower but there's no name for a parent loses their child and it's a powerful scene sure he does run back to yori's house he sees yori praying at an altar to his son it tells you oh that's who yori is but ultimately if you look at the scene breakdown of this episode we're talking about a third of the episode being dedicated to to just the general idea that the winter soldier feels guilty for what he's done in the yeah. past. That's so, why I said it felt like a little much. And, and so that's
0: and, and I completely agree with you so that I, I wish they would have kind of they, they kind of beat that on the head a little bit. I kind of wish they would have yeah. not connected the two. But I, I liked the parts before I knew what he was doing. I really enjoyed it because it looked like he was just trying to fit himself in any way he can. And yeah. then at the yeah. end of it, it's like, oh, he's making amends. Okay, we've already mm-hmm. had a full yeah. therapy session on this, like, yeah. and and a and a PTSD dream. Like, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, that well, thing I will say with
2: with any show though, it needs like a starting point with development that might act sure. a little slower at first. And let's remember the show is. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so, they so gotta he make, he's got to make time up half the airtime somehow. So, uh,
0: anyway, yeah. so after the scene where he said, where we see that he was uh, he was trying to make amends, we go to Falcon at the bank with his sister trying to get a loan, which in my mind is just is is blowing my mind because. He works closely with with Tony Stark. How has Tony Stark not set up a fund for all these people? Like, I don't understand
1: this part. Mm-hmm. So so to be mm-hmm. clear, um, because I, I looked this up dead. and I looked at some... I I watched this twice and then I looked at some recaps after, just out of curiosity. Up, and the episode kind of says this, but kind of brushes over it. It kind of hints that the sister refuses to take his money. Yeah, so I kind of yeah.
0: got that too. It was it was it was yeah. like half and half. It was okay. half half he didn't have money and half the sister refused to take the money. Right. So they were, yeah. they, were, because they, they, were they were going him at with both.
1: billions of dollars worth of equipment as the Falcon, the yeah. US is, but then they don't pay him. Of course they pay yeah. him. Yeah. But yeah. I think well, she's not taking
2: the money. Well, what I got from their conversations is everything is that, like, after their parents died, it was decided that she was to take over the family business and whatnot while he goes off to join the Army or Air Force. Um, And therefore, all that is her responsibility. And she's been handling it the best she can. And, but, you know, he's coming back to take care of his family and whatnot. I got
1: from it that she felt that he abandoned them by going to the Army that she resents his decision to go to the army and that she wouldn't accept any money that he made from the army. That's what I got from that. So, so I got a
0: little, I got a little bit of a different feeling from her. I don't think she resents him in any way. Mm -hmm. I think she realized, you know, what he sacrificed and what he did and what he gave to humanity as a whole, but that doesn't change the situation. Right. Right. So Mm -hmm. like, regardless, you still weren't here. Right. R- yeah. R- whether, whether or not you were doing something noble and I, you know, I'm proud of you for it. I love you for it, but you yeah. still weren't here and I still had to pay everything myself. And I saw how to do all this myself, regardless of what you were doing.
1: You know? it, it did seem, though, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, it did seem, though, that she didn't want to accept his money. Right? Yes, I think so. And the, and then but but she would accept his help in trying to get a loan from the bank. So that's another issue
0: off. I have. So it, let's let's assume that I think it's very safe to assume that he has money. I, I think that's I think yeah. that's a safe thing to assume mm-hmm. is that he has money, if not himself from tony stark the government's paying him at least a couple hundred yeah. thousand a year you know he's got something. at least he's got at least you know enough to, to make something off.
2: so if he puts his name
0: if he, he has, has a job. job if he puts his name on a loan uh as somebody who's making you know 200k blah 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 at least you know uh he's got good credit That they're, they're gonna approve him like like i don't I don't, I don't get yeah. the part well, where, just where The deaths were, were,
2: out, were outstanding, but I think generally that whole thing with the sister just kind of capsulates the, you know, Avenger superhero world versus the modern day person.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I personally think the entire point of this scene was just to show that being a hero has cost him things in his personal life. Yeah. I think that's all it was really about because well, well, in, in reality, right, the mom, if she was actually like, We're gonna have to sell the home and I can't feed my two kids, he would not be he would not agree to this whole premise of oh, but you you okay, you won't accept my money. He'd be like, No, no, no. Yeah. You're starving, Mitch, you're gonna you're, take this money. You're
0: still <laughs> but you you are making the assumption and I am as well, but it has not been established. you're making the assumption yeah. that he has money? Yeah, we we don't know necessarily if he has money or not because he does explicitly well, obviously say. Obviously not, or else he. Would I mean, because because he her. did because uh-huh. because the the bank accountant did address this right. He's like, doesn't Tony Stark put up a separate account? Mm-hmm. He's like, that's not how that works. This is a lot of this is goodwill, and you know maybe he doesn't have money. Maybe, yeah, maybe 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 he doesn't cuz they specifically address that point point. and the first rule of cinema is you don't put something in that you're not going that that you're not going to use right yeah, there's yeah. no and- there's no banana in the background unless somebody's going to slip on it later right yeah, so you true. don't put that scene in there where he says you know that's not how it works uh, unless, unless that's unless that's what you're getting, right?
2: Yeah, and, and again, there's a bunch of underlayers throughout the entire episode that just kind of shows how the modern day is going for the rest of the world. Yes. and this like, is I, just to show what's going on, how they're like, dealing with it.
1: The the yeah. banker does say that the economy is kind of in the straits after everybody returned from the blip, because now there's mm-hmm. all these more mouths to feed, fewer jobs, all that. So he says that, and then there is. Michael, you're right also. It doesn't actually say how much money they need from the bank. I mean, they could be trying to get a huge loan. They are talking about fixing what looked to be a massive fishing boat. I don't know what the the business actually is. It's
0: at least $30. At least $30.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if it's a charter boat or what, but especially when you're talking boats and ships – I mean depending on the size you can get into the millions. It so kind of looked like a, honestly
0: did it kind of look like a shrimping vessel wasn't it? Wasn't she like kind of yeah. selling food and stuff? Didn't, didn't it, it seem like it was a shrimping boat?
1: The the only thing that I know is that he talked about as an alternative source of income. He talked about for her to charter the boat out too. Not only for not fishing but also for chartering. Yeah. So By
2: the way, I I love how we're recapping the Winter Soldier and Falcon and we're talking about fishing boats and the <laughs> economics of <laughs> That's shit. Okay. I, I know superhero. isn't it we're so funny isn't
0: here. it so funny I mean you come from the falcon fighting you know uh uh all these all these things that are that Thanos has brought up and now we're talking about you know the family business and things like that and he goes home and you know it's kind of funny because people recognize him as the the falcon but you know there's still life to live and there's still yeah, real but, life yeah.
1: but it sounds like we all made the kind of mental note or in my case the physical note that it is a little odd at least to to see a situation where we have a character that is responsible for several billion dollars worth of technology but has 0 dollars to his name it's yeah. just a little weird no, I, that I, I, we, we find ourselves yeah, in that situation he
0: could very easily turn into falcon the villain and sell his a little bit of tech and
1: uh, <laughs> but um, i i do think that it does set kind of a tone for where he's at and what his personal considerations are moving forward into the into the Definitely. series. And, and, and I'm looking forward to it. I think the next it's... scene is really important.
0: Yes, so the next scene kind of sets up a little bit more of the who the villain of the story of the season I think is going to be. Um the next scene is Falcon receiving a uh, text from uh Torres telling him to get on a secure channel. Torres then sends him a video of uh, his efforts. Torres's efforts um, to find out what the situation is over there, and basically he videotapes a superhuman, some type of superhuman, or at least I think they're a superhuman. I'm, yeah. I'm oh, sure they're. Sure I'm sure superhuman. they're yeah. thinking it too, because I mean I don't think a normal person, even Arnold Schwarzenegger, could mm-hmm. could drop could kick somebody, you know, 200
1: or right, 20 right. feet into oh, a. Oh no, for,
2: for sure, superhuman. We can definitely so. And, uh,
1: I agree. Superhuman, and if we're gonna follow the traditional Marvel recipe for success, we're probably talking about a superhuman that has the super Super soldier serum. That's actually great. I did not think about that. Because the tradition, as we all know, it's been established several times over, the only exception being team movies and Spider-Man movies. Anytime that there is a solo movie, well, I guess Thor, not really. But anytime there's a solo movie, the the Marvel recipe is good guy versus bad version of the good guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. You just watched uh, WandaVision. Now. Similar. Yeah. We just, we've seen it so many times. The first mm-hmm. Iron Man. The second Iron Man. They're both the exact same plot. Captain America number one. The Red Skull is just a bad version of Captain America. The Hulk. The Abomination, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen it. Doctor Strange. Evil Doctor Strange. We've seen it a hundred <laughs> times now. It makes sense that in a show that we all believe to be about establishing the new Captain America, that there's going to be a villain that probably has relation to Captain America. I'm so sure. that's my guess, of course. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but Well, yeah, it makes sense. It and it looks committed. like he has similar powers. And yes.
1: Whatnot. His abilities don't seem outside the realm of what the super soldier th- serum could do yeah. so far. So and
0: far. I'm sure that's what, honestly where Bucky probably gets in. And he probably knows who this person is after looking at him a couple times. And 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 that's why Bucky and Falcon end up teaming up together. That yeah, maybe. That's be
2: one theory, but that is a big question. How do they hook up? How
0: and then they... the next thing that happens that's after that. that is his sister turning on the TV. And we see that there is a new captain america
1: now i now this one's gonna be important so obviously yes the government so, wanted so mitch Falcons mitch to if you know
0: the, who if you know who it is uh don't spoil I'm it i'm not gonna say it i'm okay. not gonna say it okay so,
1: no i
2: have right, read you gotta tell me once we're done with this
1: all right i have <laughs> read articles that that bring up a character from the comics that this could possibly be so I have an idea of who it may be, but we'll talk about that when it reveals that. I don't want to just shoot off things that may or may not be spoilers. Awesome. But at at the very least, and we see this on Sam's face because it actually reflects to Sam it shows him kind of close his eyes and
2: look down and cover oh, his yeah. face. yeah. It's got a sting.
1: <laughs> it's very clear that the government wanted him to turn in the shield, not for this exhibit, but mm-hmm. to make their new Captain America. So it's yeah. interesting. It's just to see what's going to move forward because now, you know, number one, we have to assume – or not assume, but we we have to see. Is this Captain America a metahuman or not? Does he have a super soldier serum? Does he have any superpowers? Or is he just or some is, dude?
2: Yeah, some political stunt. That,
1: exactly. Uh, is he just some dude? We don't know. I, don't I mean Captain do. America was originally used as a political stunt to raise funding for World War II, right, to sell government bonds.
2: Right, exactly.
1: Um. We have the Falcon. The Falcon is essentially superhuman because of his tech. We have the Winter Soldier, who is also essentially superhuman because of his Wakanda tech. We don't know if this other guy is superhuman. We know that the Flag Smashers have somebody that is superhuman. Probably not because of tech. Probably something inherent to who they are or Super Soldier Serum, which is what we're thinking, right? Mm -hmm. So... That's the end. I mean, that's that's a pretty big cliffhanger because it, it opens mm-hmm. you up for what's going to happen next Friday. Yeah, and you know who, who I think it is more
0: about this guy. I think it's and uh, I think it, uh, there's two options. Either one, it's a young Steve Rogers, for some reason, and then two, it could be Lex Luthor.
2: I uh, Lex yeah, Luthor. yeah, you know I'm with Lex, Lex Luthor. 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 That was a great,
1: That's one. it. Great. Sorry uh, guys, we spoiled it for you. Oh no! So obvious like I said, I'm not going to give my insight on who this is because I actually think I know who this is, but uh, I think we're ending up in a circumstance that is kind of a Marvel equivalent to a DC comic and animated movie which is the death of Superman. When Superman dies at the hands of Doomsday, there are several different potential Supermen that rise up. There's Cyborg Superman, who is a villain. There's Steel, who is a hero in a mechanical suit. There's Superboy. And there's a uh, Superman clone made by Lex Luthor. right? Ultimately, spoilers for Superman, Superman comes back as not actually dead. But we're kind of ending up with that now, where Captain America is presumably dead. We have the Falcon, who we know to be his favorite choice. Yeah. We yep. have the Winter Soldier, who is a, Who's already... who is already, who is a fan favorite. Yeah. In the comics, has the foundation to be Captain America, and is an established character. And then, of course, we have this Flag Smasher dude that may be a villain or may actually be somehow related to the Super Soldier Serum and oh, new Captain villain, America new sure. Captain America. We don't oh. know we're talking about the new Captain
0: America. There's a lot of questions, a lot of questions yeah. to be answered in the uh, next episode. I think it was uh it was definitely set a good precedent. Um, all right. Cole, what would you mm-hmm. rate this episode on a scale of 1 to 10?
2: Hmm, toughy. I mean like like we were saying before, it was awesome seeing, you know, the MCU moving forward seeing all our, you know, or a lot of characters that we've seen before. So that was just awesome to see in general. Uh, so I'll give it a good uh, B+. Plus.
0: That is not on a scale of 1 to 10, but go ahead, Mitch. <laughs> well, 8.7. <laughs>
2: okay. Ah, cool. um,
1: I'm kind of with Cole in the air of an 8 out of 10. I liked it a lot. It definitely is spiking my interest. Um, there's a lot of good stuff to work off here. The only parts I'm taking from is just what we already discussed. I think that those, those Bucky scenes go a little bit too long and steal a little bit too much. I would like to have seen more of Bucky and the beginning steps of his progression in this story than just... Yep, he's really guilty about what's happened. He's 107 years old, and he's just trying to make amends, and he has no direction in life. I'd like to have seen a little bit more than that. I mean, they they did tell us that Sam is trying to keep a friendship with him, which is kind of yeah interesting because remember in the movies they don't really like each other. They're both just there because of Steve. Yeah. Well, it in in, like in, they, uh, they,
0: in they Civil War, def- in Civil War, definitely um, yeah, because they have those that funny quabble between those two. Um, yeah. And uh, I think later on, I don't really remember them interacting too much after that.
1: Well, remember, well, remember in Infinity War, they don't really interact much. And then they both die with a snap. Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah. well, they seem, seem to be back me when, uh, you know, Steve was going back into the past. And, you know, yeah. I would say they, they were on good terms and whatnot.
1: I imagine that their friendship will build throughout this show. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I have. Uh, so I would say eight out of 10. How about you, Michael?
0: Uh, dude, I, I was so excited when, when I when this thing first came on and I got to see, you know, Falcon destroying a bunch of people and the Winter Soldier in his dream sequence. That, that reignited... See, WandaVision didn't reignite the Disney uh, feeling in me. Because there wasn't any of that you know, amazing Winter Soldier or Civil War or anything like that inside of WandaVision. But in this, it is absolutely on par. It has the same cinematography. It has the same stylized fighting. It has the same everything in it. Great, good dialogue. Um, the storyline seems interesting. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid, solid 8.45 i think (laughs) i think that's where i think that's that's where i'm at um i'm super intrigued i'm super intrigued with it and uh yeah i really liked it and i'm I'm looking forward to the next episode wandavision never really looked forward to the next episode just kind of watched in sequence but this one i'm actually looking forward to the next episode i
2: don't know i liked wandavision and you know if you followed scarlet witch and vision like you say like oh, Rebecca, and all that. Yeah,
0: I mean so so the Scarlet, and, and Scarlet the see that's the thing. The Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch and Vision was great in it. I wish it was more of them and less of everything else. Like yeah. that's that's the thing. Yeah. But in any case. And,
1: and that's something we might review later and talk yeah. more about 'cause I I have I think I fall somewhere between you guys with it, but uh there I wrote down a bunch of discussion points and questions, but I'm thinking that most of these are better suited for later on in this series sure. when we have a little bit more info. Yeah, there and, is and, and one and to last be fair,
0: question. We are at 53 minutes already. So
1: <laughs> I, there's one last question that I'd like to ask you guys before we kind of wrap this up. Do you think that Chris Evans makes a cameo on the show?
2: Uh, maybe as a flashback, maybe, but who knows? I mean, I mean I,
1: you know, I would even accept that. I'm just curious. Do you think we ever see Chris Evans? Chris Evans.
0: Show? Okay. I would say, um, Flashback, definitely. Uh, that's an easy thing for Marvel to do. And I'm pretty sure is he's
1: it, in... Is it a flashback to, like, already filmed footage? Or is it... They no, I think it's him in I, I think to... it's. I think they bring in. I'm sure him they in. could bring him in. Yeah. Okay, because that's what I'm asking about. Do we see Chris Evans in a new footage?
0: I think we see Chris Evans in new footage. And I'll go one further. I think we see old Chris Evans.
1: All right. Yeah. See, I I I'm think hoping... We see old Chris... I'm to, hoping we see old Chris Evans, and if we do, I bet you it's in like the penultimate episode, like leading up to the final episode. We see him yeah. mm-hmm. if we see him, but I'm I'm hoping we do.
0: Cole, did you have a uh, last question?
2: No, I did not. Oh, I Almost thought you I thought you texted
0: it. me that you we had a, you had a last question. Oh, that was Mitch that texted me that we
2: had that last Mitch.
0: question. That was Mitch. Yeah. Ah, oh, oh, gotcha. The last... Oh, gotcha. Um, all uh, right, yeah. guys. Well, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I a no, last go question. Ahead. <laughs> What was your last question, Cole?
2: Who's this Captain America? Who's the Middle East bad guy? How are the Winter Soldier and Falcon going to meet up? Those it's are my last uh, bro. you got to watch the
0: show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, 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 show. the next episode yeah. will hopefully reveal at least one of those things. Mm-hmm um anyway okay. thank you guys so much for watching if you hung in with us uh, that is awesome that is amazing hopefully it was like some type of commute we, we might put this as a podcast so people can listen to it because i don't know if somebody's <laughs> gonna sit at their chair for an hour to watch this um but we I had a lot know, of Cole
1: looks really pretty i'd sit and watch it's him. true that's
0: um I mean. we had a lot of fun filming this uh this was this was really cool uh we're gonna keep doing this we're gonna keep going even if nobody watches so mm. uh yeah right, man, um nice. you
1: guys anything else to say Yeah, just, uh, you know, comment below. If you have any questions, we will review comments and address them in our next episodes. Uh, you can always shoot us an email at dweeb at gmail.com. And, uh, we'll have more plugs for you guys on the development of our websites and our social media later on. We're just, we're, we're really excited to start this. We're really excited for any of you that are joining us right now on, on this journey. And we're really excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier and to see what happens next. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And
0: because uh, I know I'm going to get comments about this. Uh, yes, I am aware I'm wearing a Superman t-shirt during a Marvel review. Uh, I actually didn't think about that until we started filming. Um, so yes, that is definitely a faux pas that uh, I was not aware of until I saw myself on screen. Now,
2: for shame.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Cole's at least representing Disney with his Star Wars shirt. That's true. So. Well,
2: actually, yeah, this is a band that's like kind of taken the Star Wars thingy. Imagery. Oh. Yeah. oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right,
0: so next episode, we all have to wear Disney stuff. Um, I have lots of Disney things because I used to yeah, work I at Disneyland. Could do that?
1: Yeah, I could absolutely do that.
0: I used to work at <laughs> Disneyland, so for I have sure. plenty of Disney things to wear. Um, in any case, all right, guys, thank you very, very much for watching. Really appreciate it. Look out for our next episode. Our next episode will come out later uh, after we review. <laughs> after review later. the second episode.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: All right. Uh, appreciate it. Have a great rest of your evening, and um, until next time uh live long and may the force be with you
2: indeed yeah bye